The title of my message today is the continuation from last week. The title of the message is Safe Place. Safe Place. And I wrote this down. A restored soul is a safe place. A soul that has been restored and renewed and refreshed is a safe place. And that soul process, that mind, will, and emotions renewing process is something that goes on from the day that you get born again. Until then, until then, your soul through your eyes and your ears is taking camera shots. Polaroids. Polaroids. (laughs) That dates me. (laughs) Camera shots. Every little thing. And most of it's negative. Most of it's how bad this is, how bad that is. Why is it you think you can remember some some of the bad things that have happened to you for years? I've had people that have been offended with me. This really didn't happen. I was really a nice guy for years. I was a really nice guy. People really liked me. And uh, <clears throat> until I got born again. And, and then when I got born again, and then, you know, the thought was I, I'll do anything on planet Earth, but I will never be a pastor. I'll just tell you, don't ever say never, right? And uh, so, but when I started pastoring, you know, People just get mad at you. And, 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 and I've had things like this happen. I've had a letter come to me, a handwritten letter come to me in the mail from someone that was offended with me 10 years earlier. And I mean, it's not a half a page letter. I'm talking about 10 pages front and back of things written down like it was yesterday. And I'm going, who is this person? (laughs) And they're writing me a letter about what I did to them, and I can't even remember who they are. I'll just tell you, you know, there's not a human being on planet Earth today that I can't look at eyeball to eyeball. I mean, some of them... I may look at and not be real happy about, but there's not anybody I can't look at eyeball to eyeball and know that I've worked that situation out. There's not anybody that I have an offense toward that I've not worked out within my heart. So why would someone carry like a ball and chain some offense that they have towards someone else year after year after year? After year, after year, after year, after year. Why? Because what they pay attention to are all those snapshots. They're rolling over in their mind, in their head, all this negative stuff about how bad this was and how bad that was, and, and, and they did this to me, and man, then it gets worse and worse, and all of a sudden it gets blown up into a, into a picture the size of that wall right there. And it started out as just a little snapshot. Or if it's on an iPhone, it's just a little thing. 
And now, look at that wall over there. That's a big wall. And pictures can get blown up like that wall right there to where that's all you can see. You can't see anything else except that. But that, across the board, it's not just with the fences with people, it's with anything. It's what fear does to us. It traps us. It, it ensnares us, as we talked about last week. So I'm just going to run through a few scriptures and talk about this safe place that I defined as a restored soul. A restored soul becomes this safe place. Our foundational scripture from last week was Proverbs 29, 25. For the fear of man brings a snare, a trap. But whoever trusts in the Lord shall be safe. One translation says, you shall live in a safe place. Whoever trusts in the Lord will be safe. So, do you think that, I mean, probably, and, and I've been there, but I think probably the most holy, supposed safe ground on planet earth would be where God made a covenant with his people. So maybe I need to move to Israel to be safe. Listen, you could, you, in the natural, I'm just saying, you could get run over or hit by somebody leaving the church here. He's not talking about a natural place or a home. I mean, we go into our home, and if you think you're safe in your home, what are you going to do? Stay in your home 24-7 and never go anywhere, do anything? Well, you know, you, you just never know what's out there. No, 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 I, I know what's out there. But everywhere you go, there are traps set for you. And the fear of man sets a trap. And like we talked about last week, we're either going to live our life tripping traps by not giving fear of man a place in our life, or we're going to find ourselves caught in that thing. And what does a trap do? I mean, it, it traps you. It doesn't kill you. But if, you, if no one comes to release you from the trap or an animal from a trap, that animal will kill itself trying to get out of the trap. That's what the enemy wants to do with us. An unrenewed mind is a mind that, is, that has a body and a spirit trapped to the conditions of the world. Trapped. Psalm 91. We read this last week. Familiar passage. He that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord. From where? From the secret place. Is that in the back closet at my house? No. Is that in some cave somewhere? No. Is that in Israel? No. Where is that secret place? It's through my renewed soul into my spirit man that has confidence. I will say of the Lord from in here. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God, in whom I trust in. Why? Because of what I'm developing. I'm not just saying, I'm not, you saying something like that one time is not going to do anything. You saying that 
from a place of development, renewing your mind day to day, changing the things that you say on a day-to-day basis enables you in the midst of stuff that's going on. didn't say you're going to say this when there's nothing out there. You're you're living in a dream world. There's stuff out there. There's stuff out there like most of us sitting in here don't even know what's out there going on. But in the midst of what's going on out there, I'm living in a safe place in here. I say of the Lord, He is my refuge, my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Watch this. Surely, everybody say surely. What's surely mean? For sure, not for maybe. Not sometimes. Not if God feels like it. Not if I've done enough good things that God will, no, no. Surely, surely, he shall deliver me from the trap of the enemy. You know, you know how you do that? Through the education of the Holy Spirit showing you how you've allowed yourself to be trapped through thoughts and ideas of your soul from your past, maybe thoughts and ideas of things that people have told you for years. And the, and the Holy Spirit comes along and says, no, let, let's trip that trap. So you get you a big old stick, and you trip that trap and you go over that thing or you move around that and you move in a different direction. And then as, as the Holy Spirit's revealing, no, 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 don't, don't let the fear of man, don't let the fear of this situation right here ensnare you. Listen to me. Everybody say listen. listen. Okay. Because I want you to see this as we, as we I, I have only 101 more scriptures to go. But I can only read about four. So, okay, so for the sake of time, look at Hebrews 10, and, and I'm, I'm, just for the sake of time, give me Hebrews 10.35. He says, therefore, do not cast away your confidence, which has great reward, for you have need of endurance so that after you've done the will of God, then you receive the promise. What, what's the promise today? The promise today is a safe place, right? We're talking about living in a safe place. But I have to do the will of God. I have to work out my soul salvation every day because if I don't, if I don't work it out, then my soul gets locked into what the world says. And then what it does is it hinders me from being able to hear what God is saying. So if I can't hear the voice of God on the inside because I'm trapped in my soul, then what, thank God, all you do is you get back to renewing your mind. Somebody just tell me, how do you, don't, don't give me some spiritual answer or what you think I want to hear. Somebody tell me how you personally renew your mind. Yes. Because of what you're hearing, right? Okay. Somebody else, tell me how you renew your mind. Yes. There you go. And and the fact that she does the daily devotional, who's she hearing? No, but she's hearing herself. 
from the Holy Spirit. Yeah, she, ultimately you're going to hear the Holy Ghost and hear God in that thing, but she's hearing herself say it because, listen, at the end of the day, no matter what anybody else tells you, you're going to believe what you think about yourself. That's why you need to be saying what he says is so. There was one more. Yes. Somebody else over there? Yes. Reading scripture, yes. And again, he's declaring out of his mouth what God says about him instead of allowing men to tell you who you, who you are or what you can or can't do when God says you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. Can you do everything? Didn't say that. No. It says you can do all things that are put before you through Christ who strengthens you. So that means you better be, we better be in a place where we're doing what he's told us to do and we can do that and we can fulfill it and bring it to pass. Can you say amen to that? So the renewing process is the key to our success, right? He said, for yet a little while, he who is coming will come and will not tarry, verse 38. Now the just shall live by faith, but if anybody draws back, my soul has no pleasure in him. Verse 39. But, everybody say me. Okay, so we're talking about us. So we are not of those who draw back to perdition, but of those who believe to what? The saving of the soul. We're not those who are going to draw back because stuff gets tough. If you read this whole passage here in Hebrews 10, that, there was all kinds of things that came against the church. I mean, the seizing of their property, people were, I mean, attack after attack after attack from every direction. But we're not going to be people that are going to give in to the flesh and try to work it out in the flesh. We're going to keep renewing our mind so we can hear what God tells us to do. Then whatever God tells you to do, then it'll succeed. See, but if I do something out of fear because of what I see and hear, all it's going to do is, pam, I'm caught in the trap. And now, now what can you do when you're caught in the trap? You can go nowhere. You can do nothing. I mean, you know, you can. <clears throat> and every time you do that, you're tearing a little more flesh and a little bit more and a little. So why? Because, because we got trapped, okay? Now watch. This, this is a good illustration. Right here, watch this. Father, I repent for allowing myself to get into fear. You said you didn't give me fear, and I give fear no place right now. All of a sudden, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I hear your voice, Father, and I do what you say. And today, I will not allow myself to give in to that fear. All of a sudden, bam, the, tra the trap opens up, I'm free. And now I've got to keep moving ahead. Listen, God is not going to do everything for you. But he will help you to do what you need to do. So when you get out of the trap, just being released from the trap doesn't mean the situation's fixed. <laughs> See, I've got to really mean that I repented and now I've got to go do what's right. Take the next step. Obedience is the key, is it not? To obey God is the key to finding out what the next step and the next step and the next step. I mean, this stuff really works if we learn to work it. And it's not difficult. Can you say amen? He restores our soul. Amen?
eeny, meeny, miny, moe. Um, so, and, and you can write these down. We talked about Matthew 6 last week. And it says, <clears throat> don't worry about things in your life by saying. In other words, change what you say into words of worry and care and fear. Change those words to words that God says are so. See, because as, as the different ones talked about earlier, they start their day out with devotionals speaking and saying what the Word says. What's that doing? That's not necessarily changing all the circumstances in your life, but it's doing maintenance on your soul. It's saving your soul. It's changing the way you think. And, you know, I want to live in that safe place. And, and I'll just tell you this. We're, we're talking about the next 25 years here at Gates in our year of celebration of 25 years, talking about different things. But I want you to think about this, about this church, about Gates of the City. And I can say it because... My wife and I founded this place, and we're still here 25 years later, and we still have the greatest vision today that we've ever had just for people. And, and here's the thing about Gates. We may not get things done as quick as you think we should. We, we may not be, well, you can tell we're not the largest church yet, but we've got a big room to fill up, right? And, and, and the, the, you know, there may be some quirky little things that aren't quite right. But one thing this place is, is it's a safe place. And the reason it's safe is because we pray for you. I'm telling you, this place prays for its people like no place I've ever seen. And I know a lot of pastors. But this place prays. Miss Sarah and her team prays for this place. My wife and I pray for this place. Different ones of you pray. I'm telling you, being a part of this body is a safe place, number one, because we pray for you, and number two, number two, because of the level of revelation that we preach from. Now, I, I, I'm not saying that in pride. I'm not saying that about myself. I'm saying that in regards to the goodness and the power of God that shows up to be able to preach messages like I'm preaching to you today. I believe this is a powerful word. I mean, I, I, mean, I should believe that. I mean, I shouldn't believe that it's a worthless word, right? Okay, I mean, I should believe it's powerful. Uh, I, it has nothing, listen, it has very little to do with me other than the fact that I've learned how to hear. Because I could preach 101 messages on a dime at any given point or time, and it's not about how great the message is, it's about the content that God wants delivered to his people. That's what makes this place safe. I'm not going to give you a bunch of junk. I'm not going to fill your ears with a bunch of stuff against people and against other churches or against other pastors or leaders. Or those. We're not going to talk bad about people. We're going to talk the word. And the word that you hear, if you do something with it, will renew your mind and save your soul. Why? So you can hear God for yourself. Because without a restored soul, you can't hear God because of all the distractions. Amen. So, give me Philippians 4. I'm right on schedule. Philippians 4, uh, skip to verse 6. 
Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passes all of your understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds through Christ Jesus. Verse 8, and and this is what we've got to do daily. Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, the things that are just, pure, lovely, of a good report, if there's any virtue, if there's anything worthy, uh, anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. See, what, what is this? This is soul restoration. This is mind renewing. This is thought process changing. It's attitudes. It's your perception on life changing. See, I would say, and maybe I'm off on this, but I'd say 70 to 80% of Americans feel that they are the victim of something. Maybe it's 100%. Maybe it's 20%. I don't know. But it just seems that way. Maybe it's just people that I see in different places. No, nobody here, but I mean, I'm talking about people in other places. But, but it seems like that we're all victimized. And you know what? It's true. We're victims of a lot of things. We've been done wrong. There's been things been done wrong to us. But what's happened is we're honed in on that. People are honed in on that, and their soul is, has, has their whole life trapped. So now, now they view things through the victimization. That's right. They view things through that, and so their perception, which is reality to them, is it's what this victimized issue in their life says that life is. And people do this to you, and, and this always happens, and they think the worst of others. And, you know, people did this to me, so they're gonna, they're, they're, everybody's going to be that way. So everybody's grouped into being that kind of, you know, oppressors, if you will, And God doesn't want us to look at life like that. He doesn't want us to look at life through how we've been hurt or how things have happened to us. And that's where your whole life gets trapped. And that's why people are so afraid of men and things. And I know because my life was trapped there for many years. I was trapped in the fear of man or what people thought about me. I thought more about what someone else thought than I thought about what God thought. Amen? So... I said all that to read these last few passages. Proverbs 3 and verse 21. Let's just read it. My son, let them not depart from your eyes. Keep sound wisdom and discretion. In other words, the the law of the Lord, the word of the Lord. So they will be life to your soul, they'll be life to your soul, and grace to your neck. Then you will walk safely in your way, and your foot will not stumble. When you lie down, you will not be afraid. Yes, you will lie down, and your sleep will be sweet. Why? Because you don't worry. Do not be afraid of 